0: You're listening to the T20 Podcast with Ayaz memon ...in association with Lloyd... khayal Jo Ghar Ko Ghar banai. Chennai are champions once again. Ravinder Jadeja has hit the winning runs... ...needed 10 from the last two balls to beat defending champions Gujarat. And he hit a six and then a four and broke into celebrations running across the Narendra Modi Stadium to celebrate a truly amazing comeback for the team from ninth last season to champions this year. With me, of course, is Ayaz Memon. this the script is just written differently when MS Tony <laughs> is involved, isn't it?
1: Sometimes you wonder who writes his script, don't you? Because, I mean, look, uh, as you mentioned, from ninth position last year to becoming winner this year, uh, winning the title, and and the way he's kind of manoeuvred, it almost seems as if there's some, you know, some divine hand writing the script. But having said that, let's also say that, you know, despite making a lot of mistakes in this final, Chennai made a lot of mistakes, uh, you know, especially in the batting, uh, not in the batting as much as in the bowling and fielding, Giving Shubman Gill an early chance, allowing in many ways Gujarat to make 200 plus, and then chasing it down despite being distracted by rain, whatever you know, whatever else you have, I think it was quite extraordinary. And it seemed, when you look back now, it seemed almost ordained from the time they started this campaign to the way they finished it.
0: <laughs> that is true. We will discuss all about this match in just a bit. Let me just take you all through the scores and for the last time this season, this one's going to take a little bit of time. All eyes were on Shubman Gill when the match started as they've been for the last two weeks as MS Dhoni elected to put Gujarat into bat first after winning the toss. And, it's if, uh, and if you wanted a front row on why Dhoni is called Captain Cool, the first five overs would have showed you why as Deepak Chahar first dropped a sitter of Shubman when he was on three and then later missed what would have been a brilliant catch of his own bowling to get Gil out, making the most of his many lives. Gil and his partner Ridiman Saha have got the team to 62 for none in six overs. And that is when MS Dhoni took things into his own, own hands, literally. A lightning-fast stumping of Jadeja's bowling and he made sure Chennai got finally got rid of Gil. But this was the day Gujarat's other top-order batter stepped up. Saha went on to complete a half-century. But the real star of the show for Gujarat was Sai. Darshan has gone under the radar sort of with Gil shining all season. But today, given the chance, he made the most of the spotlight that he had, smashing 96 of 47 to help the team post 214 for four. Chennai's chase was just three balls in when Rain decided to play a part in Monday's proceedings as well. And after hours were lost, Chennai's revised target was 171 in 15 overs. Challenge accepted, said Devon Conway and Ruth Rajgai. Gaiquad 4s and 6s floored from their bats. Rashid Khan was hit for 17 runs in the 4th over and after 6, Chennai were going strong at 72 for no loss. Noor Ahmad though got Gujarat twin breakthroughs in the 7th over, Gaiquad out first and then Conway out 4 balls later and Chennai suddenly found themselves at 78 for 2 after 7 overs. Ajinkya Rahane showed he understood his assignment, smashing Josh Little for two sixes in the 1st over he faced before hitting a few of Rashid. Rashid Khan also in the tenth over scoring 13 13 runs actually of it. Mohit Sharma though got him out in the eleventh on 27 of 13, and then Chennai were 118 for three in 11 needing 54 from 24 balls. The tables could have turned then, but Shivam Dube and Ambati Raidu smashed big big sixes of Rashid of Mohit Sharma. But when Raidu got out, Chennai needed 22 from 14, and that's where it started getting a little close. MS Dhoni entered but got out on a first ball duck. It came down to 10 needed of 2 and Ravinder Jadeja was at the crease. He hit a 6, he hit a 4 and there were just Sprinting celebrations where the rest of his teammates just had to catch hold of him. Somewhere near the boundary line where he was sprinting and celebrating with the crowd at the Narendra Modi Stadium. Uh, Ayaz, uh, you know, Drain definitely played a major role in this match. I mean, it was supposed to finish what on Sunday, it finished on what Tuesday now. But a player that you think, you know, had a really big influence on this result.
1: Till the last over, I thought uh, I would choose two from the Gujarat team. Uh, one was Sai Sudarshan and the other was Mohit Sharma, maybe a third, no Ahmed. He also bowled quite superbly, you know, 3 overs for 17 runs, picked up a couple of wickets when it mattered very heavily. I mean, they had to come back into the game after that lovely start, fine start given by Devin Conway and Gaikwar. And then finally, they end up losing the match, despite having the best batting performance and the best bowling performances. So this can happen in sport. I thought that Chennai just moved, you know, in fits and starts, but they never let... They never lost sight of their target when they were chasing runs. 15 overs, 172 to get. Always possible, but not easy. And I thought, you know, picking a man, man of the match, really tough, Mandra. You'll have to help me today. There are so many outstanding performers and none of them actually, in many ways, belong to Chennai. The winning, winning team. So, yeah, I mean, you know, what stood out for me, and let me mention a, a few outstanding things that happened with the Chennai players. My understanding is only stumping you talked of, lightning fast. Uh, and that was a very important wicket of Gill. I thought Jadeja bowled quite well, except the last over. And uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I think Devon Conway and Gaikwar uh, amongst the best opening pairs we've seen in the tournament, and they, they gave that start which helped them, you know, traverse the initial overs very easily or very well. So I, I mean, I mean a, a real mighty fix. I would, I would, you know, actually go for two youngsters. Uh, and neither of them is from the winning side. One, Sajid Rizwan; the other, Noor Ahmed. Just for their relative inexperience.
0: Well, it's good to see you narrow it down to two players at the end by the end of the season.
1: Um, <laughs> I just
0: have to also ask, you know, I mean, Rain. I just mentioned earlier as well. It was a match that was supposed to be played on Sunday. Now we're at what 2 a.m. on Tuesday. Um, you know, I. Uh, the rain that you know, I mean, I think at toss only uh, Dhoni said that you know there is going to be rain during sometime during the second half of this match. So he sort of knew. I think it had a lot, of, lot to do with his decision also to you know maybe put Gujarat into bad know the score that they'll be chasing. And then when Duckworth Lewis came in, that you know that oh, I mean the score chain what, went from two hundred fourteen to what one seventy one. Eventually, who do you think it played in favor of the rain?
1: I think in favour of Chennai. I mean, you know, marginally, not by too much. Because remember, Gujarat had made 214. So that was a mighty score. Uh, even if DL the DL method comes in, it, it doesn't... It's it's not that their target shrunk into half. Uh, even, you know, so I think it was, it was tough when they were going to chase. But what helped them, I think, Chennai, is that if you have a slightly wet out, outfield, it's not easy for the bowlers to grip the ball... Uh, Batting may become or does become a little easier But Gujarat had great depth in bowling It's just that a couple of their best bowlers went for plenty I mean Rashid Khan was uh, you know mauled If I might use the word in this match Amongst the most important matches of the tournament And I thought even uh, Mohit Sharma he picked up three wickets And uh, including Dhoni for a golden duck But he also went for plenty And that's when uh, you know Chennai's chase became really uh, you know, serious, so to speak, with Ambati Raidu and, and Shivam Dube getting into the act. Otherwise, they were, uh, Dube certainly was struggling. And it seemed at that point in time that Chennai might lose the match. But hey, you know, I mean, that's all of this obviously made up for such a great, great final.
0: That is true, and we're talking about the final today. I think uh, what more than two months, almost two months after we actually were talking about the first game of the season in March, uh, we've seen a lot happen. There's been ten teams, of course. You know, Chennai, like I said earlier as well, finished ninth last season and they've won the title this year. Gujarat were the defending champions. You know, this time round, after winning last year in their first season, um, Chennai, of course, qualified for the final first. Gujarat took a longer route to the final, despite finishing on top of the league stage. But at the end of it all, Ayaz, do you think, you know, the, the, the best team won this title this time round?
1: Well, you have to say that. If they win the final, and they, remember, they beat they beat uh, Gujarat in the qualifiers. There's another perspective. I mean, look at it this way. If you just go by statistics, Gujarat had the highest run-getter. And the three bowlers who were the top wicket-takers were all from Gujarat in the tournament. There was Mohamed Shami, there was Rashid Khan, and then there was Mohit Sharma. So, they had outstanding performers. But at the end of the day... You know, they didn't win the title and that's finally what matters, doesn't it?
0: I'm just also going to talk about a few individuals in this match. I know we can't talk about everybody, but just Ambati Raidu, he announced his retirement, I mean, his decision to retire from this tournament Uh on Sunday, before what was to be the fir- the final on Sunday, and then you know, he said, This time <laughs> I can assure you, there's no coming back from me. Um, you know, he entered today, he entered the chase when 55 were needed from the last 25 balls. Uh, he scored an eight, eight ball 19, and by the time he got out, 22 were needed of 14. And then there was massive hope that okay, this can really happen. Um, I mean, you might not have played a really big role in the season, but you know, I mean, even um, yeah, so uh, you know, I mean, it's a nice way, it's a nice farewell. To one of the great, one of the nice, you know, nicer players on the circuit.
1: Yes, and a very dangerous player, always very attractive to watch. You know, Ambati Raido we hit hit the scene in India or Indian cricket when he was 16, 17, I think, and he was hailed as the next big thing after Sachin Tendulkar. That's how highly he was rated as a youngster. Then he lost his way. He's had his, you know, ups and downs in his career. He's had some tiffs. He's had some controversies, but he's, you know, tied it over all of them. And actually, I put, I must say, he's. You, know, you can't ask for a better send-off than, than winning the title uh, with a, the with a team he's, he's served so well. He's played for a few other franchises, but I think finally his association with, with Chennai ran the deepest.
0: That's true. I mean, you're talking about final seasons. I hope this is not a final season for Ajinkya Rahane. I mean, not many would have thought he would play you know, a very, very key role in the final or play many matches this season. But that's how it's worked out for Chennai with them with many injuries. But, you know, 27 of 13, two big sixes, you know, boundaries as well. I mean, that's not an Ajinkya Rahane we would have known a couple of months back. But it's nice to see this side of him. And it's probably a side that could do well in the Chennai franchise in the coming years as well, maybe.
1: Yes, most certainly. I mean, if, if in some way, it's also giving him a leg up and he's got into the Indian Test team. Though I think his experience as a Test player mattered a lot more than just his form in, in the India T20 League. But even so, if you make runs and you make them authoritatively, then you catch the at- attention of the selectors. And that's what happened to Ajinkya. But in this, in this match too, I mean, I think the game plan was so sound. Uh, yes, Chennai did struggle. But I think they read it well that they needed... You know after a good flying start they needed contributions from all the other batsmen maybe 10 12 15 18 20 runs but if it came in good time you're always on on you know on 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 the road to to a win so ambati raidu playing eight balls making 19 runs you know 20 27 of 13 for for ahane jadeja coming in and hitting a six and a four to win the match i mean the only guy who actually missed out was dhoni golden duck but uh, you have to give him credit that uh, you know for <laughs> despite despite getting out to a golden duck, he's finished on top. You know, and uh, the legend of the legend of MS Dhoni continues growing further skywards.
0: Actually, we do have to talk about MS Dhoni. We can't like wrap up this podcast season without talking about MS Dhoni. I mean, what a magical season he's had! It's not it's not you know an optimum season. It's not the Dhoni we've seen for decades, I mean, for years. But you know, he's managed to sort of adapt or the team has managed to sort of adapt around what he can still give them because as a captain there's like 60% of what he brings to the table is as a captain and then his amazing work behind the uh, behind the stumps like we saw with that big big Shubman Gill wicket I do not know what would have happened if that stumping hadn't happened at that time so you know there's a I mean it's 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 a man I mean I think in a way what I'm trying to say is all these years we've seen Chennai you know Benefit from Dhoni being amazing, and I think this is one of the first seasons where we're seeing Dhoni benefiting from Chennai being amazing.
1: But that's how it should be, isn't it? I mean, he's kind of molded and mentored this team. Uh, There were so many questions raised about, you know, some of the players like Mohin Ali coming into the team. Oh, but he's past his prime, and so on. Ajinkya Rahane being included uh, this season and the last, and you know, some of the other choices, even Devon Conway. Uh, a lot of people I could, you know, when, when he was chosen by the franchise there were a lot of smirks uh, as to you know, Devin Conway basically looks like a test match player what is he doing in T20 cricket and so on and so forth Shivam Dube he's got a new lease of life so I mean I think and Ambati Raidu as we've talked about him but he's had his best years with uh, with with this franchise so I think Dhoni has done a lot for the team he's meant a lot to many of the players so many of them all their careers or Revival of their careers, or at least advancement of their careers to him. And if in some way now it benefits MS Dhoni in his, in his you know, the titles that he's got in his cupboard, so be it. But I think, you know, I hope people stop asking him the question, when are you going to retire? Because I think what's happened this season is uh, we've seen that he's not the greatest finisher that he used to be. Uh, he is now essentially limiting himself quite thoughtfully, I thought. Uh, to playing 8 10 ball innings wherever he can and trying to optimize the runs in that in that that space of time that he has in the middle but he is there all the while to to be as the captain which makes such a huge difference as an influencer in how the match transpires so being you know this whole impact player thing has made i think given him a little elbow room and a little leeway to be part of the team Further, longer. I mean, you know, he's made this statement that there's still eight, nine months to to go before the next season starts getting underway uh, or, you know, teams start practicing. So he's got a lot of time to think about it. But uh, yeah, I mean, there's no hurry. And at, at some stage, all good things must come to an end. So he will retire. But I think he's just, he might, he's just going to do it on his own terms.
0: Well, let's just hope we'll be talking about him in the podcast next season <laughs> as well. I know we've uh, really, really overshot the time of this well, uh, podcast, but just one question. I know we've spoken about a lot of Chennai players today, but there is, I mean, Shubh Mangil also has had a crazy season. We've talked a lot about him. But just let's just talk about Mohit Sharma before we wrap things up. What, 14 matches, 25 wickets, third highest wicket taker uh, off the season, not just for Gujarat, also Gujarat's third highest, but just off the season as well. I mean, this was a player who was the net puller for Gujarat last season. I mean, you know, I mean, he's, he's done so much for India. And then to just let his ego aside you know, just allow him to, you know, make use of that opportunity and just bowl in the nets from where he got picked. And now, you know what, he's one of their, what he bowled the last over. I know he didn't have the most ideal of overs, you know, uh, overs to finish the season, but it's just such an amazing story, right?
1: It is, it is. It's one of the marvellous comeback stories of of the league, Uh, not just in this season, but if you look at the history of the India T20 League, you'll find very few such stories. I mean, at the, at the start of the season, it seemed that Ajinkya Rahane might be that player, the comeback man, uh, you know, the, the manner in which he played and kind of put himself back into the limelight. But Mohit Sharma, for his sheer control, for his... Uh, and for the for the, the skills that he brings, the, the back of the hand, slow delivery, which fox the best batsman and almost, almost won uh Gujarat to match even even uh, this this final so you have to acknowledge that uh, he's done extremely well uh, he had a good you know benevolent captain and a team management i thought which push, pushed him into the team uh, very early he's played 14 or 15 matches he didn't play all the matches but they didn't keep him waiting on the sidelines for too long which is an advantage and then Mohit delivered. So, you know, you have somebody who reposes faith in you and you repay that faith. I think it's a win-win for both.
0: That is true. And this is usually the time where I say I'm going to ask you one last question and preview the game for tomorrow. But this time we don't have any ma- match to talk about tomorrow. It's been a great two months talking cricket with you. I 74 matches we've managed to do. Uh, one <clears throat> one match across three days as well. But thank you so much for taking time out across these three months. Two, two, <laughs> yeah, two. a little over two months. And... And being part of our podcast.
1: Thanks, Mandra, It was a pleasure. I think we've had a, we've had some great matches and we've had some great conversations. And thank you for that.
0: That was today's episode of the T Twenty podcast with Ayaz Memon in association with Lloyd. khayal Jo Ghar Ko Ghar banai. This is a Quint original podcast, executive produced by Shelly Walia and Ritu Kapoor. This episode was hosted by Menra Dorji Sahani, produced and edited by Prateek Lidhu and Anjali Palor. And a special thanks to our guest, Ayaz Memon.
1: You were listening to the Quint's podcast.